0: You know, I, when I wrote Basic Call to Consciousness I, I used a phrase in there that people often have, have over the years come back and said that was an interesting phrase. And I wonder what you meant by that. I said in that book, I said that the highest form of politics is spiritual consciousness. And of course that reaches people's ears with, with different messages. Different people have different interpretations of what that means. So I'm going to give it a few minutes to try to explain what it means. And see if you don't agree with me. Think for a moment that our species has inhabited this planet for millions of years. And at least for a few hundred thousand years that our species has possessed language and has possessed tools it has, been, it has been absorbed with a problem, a remarkable problem, that from the beginning of time that people had language and that they had tools, they've been witnesses to a process and becoming conscious more and more of the role they play in, the, in that process. I remember reading years ago about the development of the human body, how it arises out of, out of a, a species that, that basically was once arboreal, lived in trees, and came down out of the trees to a savanna. And then because it had bifocal vision, it had depth perception, and because it had thumbs and fingers, it could swing from branch to branch. And with those qualities, they, they migrated to the land and out on the savanna and, and eventually stood up and walked direct as we do now. But the puzzle that has always been there for people who have been trying to describe human evolution has been the size of the brain. The the human brain is actually quite a bit larger than it needs to be. Although we can argue that a lot of it's not being used all the time, it's still a a remarkable instrument. We only use a little bitty part of it, a little bitty piece of it to do what we do, to read and write and and to do all the things that you get your degree is here for the vast, the vast number of, of cells in the brain aren't used for those purposes. The big numbers of cells in the brain basically uh, scientists have been unclear what those were for. A species spent a million years doing something that required all those brain cells. What was it doing? I suggest that our species is created from our species problem trying to figure out who humans are in relationship to nature and that there's a problem with with, with that that for all this time from the beginning of, of, of human consciousness humans have been trying to sort out what nature is and there's a problem with it and the problem is it's not knowable through simple fact right the the, the the logic of the brain doesn't explain nature it never could explain nature because what what our people were seeing as they developed language and as they developed society and cultures every morning the sun came up and when the sun arose something changed there was a dramatic transformation that had always been there it was there as far back as anyone could remember, and it will be there as long as anyone is here. And you're standing in this one little point, and you're watching that transformation of sun and light and stuff happen. And that transformation is is, is a process that you know about, that you've always known about, that your world has always been visible. Too, that a little quarter of an ounce seed can go into the land And with the action of sun and water and air and earth can turn into a tree that rises 400 feet above the ground that turns into a a thing that starts off as a little bitty seed and turns into something magnificent and marvelous and huge something that weighs a thousand tons from a little seed and from the beginning of time people understood what that was that was magic a little seed transforms into a huge tree they could watch it with their eyes, it was magical and from the beginning of time it was this transformation this process of transformation that humans were trying to understand trying to get a handle on that so what do we have in the forms of a human experience you can't describe this magical process through analyzing chemicals or weighing the leaves of the trees or whatever that's not your problem your problem is understanding what is the transformation process what is nature, what's driving that thing from that little seed to that big tree what's the magic there and then when you sleep your mind dreams when you're asleep you're in the hands of your own nature it goes where you don't want to go it does what you don't want to do you have no control over that it pulls you just like something pulls that seed out of the earth and transforms it to a tree and for all time humans knew that the dream and the tree and our natures were connected that those were related somehow and they couldn't describe that in terms of chemistry and physics they had to describe it in terms of poetry so they created stories that told images explanations of the relationship between man and that magical transformation of nature and since the beginning of human existence man has had one other dramatic, tremendous consciousness it's the consciousness of time that just as a river flows and it goes on and on forever nature has us on a river of time we are moving through the process of transformation we are compelled by it we must go through it we can't stop we can't go backwards we can't get off for all of the time humans have been on the earth we have been compelled to pay attention to nature and we were compelled to pay attention to it respectfully and we could not understand it in terms of tearing it apart we had to understand it in terms of symbols we had to understand nature as a poem so from the beginning of time the old Paleolithic peoples the old peoples cultures Understood that we had to be in effect with nature, that nature was a magical, powerful thing, a spiritual experience, and that we were undivorceable from it. We had to engage it, we had to become part of it.